0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. You know, I really feel things are going to a whole other level, and tonight, and I'm not gonna keep you all night long, and you know we're gonna be here tomorrow night too, but I want you to understand the financial place God wants you to be. And you're gonna need faith, okay? So don't, don't spectate. You know what I mean? Because like, it was funny. We were in Georgia. And um, when I was in Georgia, you know, you guys were, the, the, the porters, pastors, porter, pastor, hey, the porters are here. The pastor porters are here. You see these guys? Say, hey. Did you guys clap and get happy? They were there in Georgia. They were in Georgia. And I get all these people want to spectate for 15, 20 minutes and figure out whether they can listen to me or not. You guys should be way beyond that. You should just be in total agreement the minute I open my mouth. That's how you get it to work. You'll be, I'm telling you, man, I, see, I got this thing in the Word. This stuff's rich. Amen. It's deep and good. So just grab it. You might not understand. Don't get into how, the where, the what, the why. Just take it. I want to release it in the house. I didn't care if there's eight people in here or eight million. This is where you go to a whole other place in, in, in the way you understand biblical finances. And I need to have times like this because Sunday morning in church ain't enough time. Right. Amen. It ain't enough time for me to get this out. So we'll archive it, we'll keep it, we'll add to the book, whatever we got to do. But this is what I want you to know. You have to have faith. Let me just pray, and then we're going to get into saying, Father, I just thank you for each and every person here, everybody watching, the people in the building. I thank you, Lord, that their faith is arising to another level for them to receive what heaven has for them. And Lord, I just pray right now that every limitation is broken off their life and all they see is financial harvest. All they see is increase, and all they see is everything you have for them, everything you plan for them, everything you want for them, and let them stop seeing finances through their eyes, but let them see the biblical prosperity you have for them through your eyes. Father, remove every limitation and break every limit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. So praise the Lord. Okay, so this is what I want you to know. Number one, you're gonna need to have faith. You're gonna have to mix faith with this message for this to really take fe- effect in your life, okay? Because without faith, you're going to reject. I don't need you to be a rejecter. I need you to be an acceptor because God wants to take you to a whole other level. Now, I want you, I want you to undo what you think about prosperity, okay? Because this is a financial seminar, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you why you, you deserve it. That's why I don't need no... I'm glad some people didn't come. I don't need their unbelief in the room. Amen. No, I'm serious. I don't want people in here with no faith. Amen. Don't come back tomorrow if you ain't got faith. Amen. Serious. Amen. Like, if you're going to come in here and be like, I'm going to critique you, leave now. Amen. But if you're going to receive, if you're going to receive, just stay wide open. Because I, I see stuff in this this word that's life-changing. Amen. Amen? Amen? It's deeper than what we're seeing here, okay? So just just go go to 2 Corinthians 8, 9, pull it up in the King James, and we're going to go from there. Is that Okay? You have to understand this. Write these things down. God is tri- trying to establish the anointing for your covenant of wealth. Write that down. God is trying to establish the anointing for your covenant of wealth. Did you write that down? Thank you, Lord. Now you got to go back over this. You have a covenant of wealth. You understand that? You have a covenant right to wealth. Now the body of Christ goes, well, it ain't a big deal. Well, then it ain't a big deal. It ain't going to be a big deal for God neither. Jesus died for it. Don't tell him it's not a big deal. That's right. That's right. You have a covenant agreement, and I'm going to be prophetic, and I'm going to tell you what's happening here is I got to almost pick. I'm going to say some stuff. I don't even know if I should put it on the Internet, but whatever. Because I'm talking to my people. Amen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yep. Abraham had to know something. Like, a Lot, you, ain't, you didn't figure it out. I figured it out. Yes. Yes. You stay with me. I'll take you where you need to go. Lot just sticking around. He didn't have nothing on him. You gotta know you're carrying something for people. So I was like, God, you know, it's very, it's a very peculiar place to put yourself because you realize it's it's not only is it like a a mission and a mandate, it's a requirement. And if I don't talk like that, you ain't gonna get to where you gotta get to. But that's how God put it together. Uh See what I'm saying? So you just keep you just balance it and go slow. Look what it says here. It's very important. Okay? Second Corinthians eight nine. Did you understand? You must establish the anointing for your covenant of wealth. you got to understand it's been established. It's a covenant. Now, I want you to look at this. We're going to look three places. 2 Corinthians 8, 9, King James, the message, and then the passion. We'll start with the King James because I want you to get this. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, stay right there. He said the reason why he made this place of exchange was grace. Stop trying to think you deserve it. You don't deserve nothing, but God wants to give you everything. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. You understand what that means? Yep. Stop trying to, oh, I'm a ding dong. You know how many mess ups I made with money and you made with money? God don't care. That's right. You got to eradicate that, man. You know how many mistakes you made with money? Who cares? Okay. You got to stop living in this thing like, oh, you know how much money I squandered? Who cares? Yep. Repent and let's go. Because people start getting the fact, they think like this, oh, you know, I'm not, no, no, I'm not qualified. Grace qualified you. You know know what I mean? Grace qualified you. Does that make sense? See what I'm saying? Look what he said here. Grace qualified you. You know the Holy Ghost is going to hit me, right? I've been been wasted for a week. I went over there, man, it busted out, you know, because he's here. We're going to demonstrate because I need the anointing to get you to go to another level. We're going to get it. I got stuff in this. World. I found this thing in there. man. I found, I found mystery manna. <laughs> I sit here this afternoon. God said, go over here. I didn't even know it was in there. Yeah, it was messed me up. I'll sit there. That's why I sometimes I shut the door and go in there. I don't even, but God's like, go over here. I was like, was that me? <laughs> I went over there and looked. I said, where in the heaven is this? He said, look that up. I looked it up. I found it. I said, what are you doing? He so I'm trying to tell you how to help these people, silly. Yeah, it's not you. You ain't that smart. He's saying to me, you know, he's like, I was like, that you, God? Or is that me? Well, he goes, did you know that was in the Bible? I said, no. He goes, well, then it ain't you. <laughs> you silly ding dong. Cut it out, Sarno. Get out of the way. I said, I didn't even know that was in the Bible. He said, there's a lot of things you don't know. <laughs> it's in there. Amen. I'm just telling you what you need to know. I'm going to show it to you. You can't argue with proof. You can't argue with the word. So you do what you want. You could deny it and reject it, but you can't argue with the truth of it. It's true. So that's why I got to stay to the end. I'm not going to keep you all night long. I'll keep you for a minute. For you, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, yet though he, was, what? though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might be what? Rich. rich. There ain't no other way to go around that. There ain't no special translation. The Bible says that he was rich and he became poor so you could become rich. Amen? you know what that is? Access. Access to rich. You know what I'm saying? And don't get, like he said right there, right? Write it down. Write it down. He said he wants you to be rich. Now watch what people do. I don't know if I need to be rich. That's your own business. That's your own business. You want to keep punching the clock the rest of your life and scrapping for nickels? Go for it. Knock yourself out. You can't get enough jobs. Look, I ain't got no problem with hard work. Listen, I, I don't mind working hard, but I'm just telling you now, getting rich it's God's idea. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you can't be a blessing for nobody. That's right. How are you gonna bless somebody who ain't got no money in your pocket? Right. I told him in the morning, I told him in staff, I said, I'm gonna put a couple grand in my pocket, just walk around tonight. Yeah, make me just just make me feel right. right. Yeah. yeah, you gotta feel right. right. Yeah, some of you just stop walking around with no money in your pocket. That's right. weird. Yes, put some money in your pocket. You ain't gotta give it away, just feel it. Know yeah. it, it, it's there just in case you need it. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about it. Yeah. I'm gonna make the devil so mad. Make religious people mad, right? Is he really talking like this? You better believe it, man. Because you're working too hard not to be prospering. God wants you to prosper. I'm tired of that, that manby-pamby gospel and it doesn't produce. No, this gospel produces because we put ourselves in the right place of revelation. Look what it says. Now you got it there? Now look at it in the message. We're going to go right to the message, then we're going to the Passion. I like it in different translations. It helps you read. Could put 2 Corinthians 8, 9 in the message. Now, you're going to pull this in, right? Write it down. You're going to see it. She's going to pull it up there, and then she's going to put it in the Passion for me. And the Passion reads real clear. The Message reels real nice, too. You are familiar with the generosity of our Master, Jesus Christ. Rich as he was, he gave it all away for us. In one stroke, he became poor, and we became rich. One, phew, you went from, man, I'm going to tell you what, th- write this down. The minute you became born again, you became rich. Come on, write it down. You just, you just don't know who you are. You don't have your identity right. I'm going to give you faith. I'm going to give you faith for the truth. Because you can't get around Galatians chapter 3. There ain't no way around it. You've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We're going to go there next. Are you seeing this? So you got to think rich. Rich people don't care about no money. You've been rich people. You've been around rich people. They don't ask how much something costs. They care less. You know what I'm saying? You got to change your mentality. Problem mostly is you talk broke. Your mouth, I told you, you better wash your mouth that I can't afford it. You better shut up. Stop saying you can't afford stuff, guys. Your mouth is telling your feet where to go. Look at it in the Passion. Put 2 Corinthians, please. 2 Corinthians 8 9 in the Passion translation right back of it. You understand this? What do people do? They talk broke. Come on. Can't afford it. Can't do that. Can't go there. Can't be. Come on, man. Stop it. I didn't say you got to go and brag about stuff, but just don't stop. Stop talking lack. Stop talking unbelief. Stop talking not enough. Stop talking like this. Get this mentality out of you. This isn't who you are. He, he, he became poor so you could become what? Rich. Whose idea was Rich. Man, well, you better cut this out. This is why I don't understand these morons. Well, God's not a prosperity God. He sure ain't a broke God. He's the one who told you to be rich. Yes. It's his idea to prosper. Yes. And everybody's like, well, Jesus was living like Jesus was rolling. Yes. How, you, how you travel with 12 guys and feed them everywhere they go and wear good clothes and you ain't worried about a job? Yes, <laughs> these people don't make no sense. You know, when somebody's somebody's rolling dice to get your clothes, you got something better than Armani, bro. Come on, you're wearing something nice. These guys, they they wanted his stuff. And and let me tell you about the stuff. You know what the stuff is? The stuff is, the stuff, there's a problem with people. People want stuff. It ain't about stuff. But you know what stuff does? stuff makes people ask questions. The stuff you got is a witness that God is good. Come on, yeah, it is. How you get that? God gave it to me. How you get that? God gave it to me. You ever do that one? People are like, how would you get that? God. How God give you that? Come on, you know what I'm saying? So you going to build the best house on the block? Praise be to God. Do it. Why? It's God's. See, you're a steward. We're going to talk about that later. But pull this in. Look, it says, for you have experienced the extravagant. Everybody say extravagant. Extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That although he was infinitely rich, he impoverished himself for our sake so that by his poverty we could become rich beyond measure. How many of you got beyond measure kind of rich in your mind? You, now watch this. Identity crisis is the number one problem we got. We keep identifying with Adam, but you ain't in Adam no more. You're in Christ. Come on, man. Generosity is in Christ. Come on, you see this? Come on, pay attention. Generosity is in Christ. You got to stretch yourself. Next up, ask you know, uh, are you going to, no, 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 no. You get a revelation of it, and then it comes in even more. You see what I'm saying? You understand what I mean by that? You won't see this? Go to Galatians chapter 3. Go, I, I'm going to skip ahead, and I'm going to show you something. Go to Galatians 3. We'll go to Galatians. You can put it in King James. Galatians 3. Good. Uh, you can start with 10 if you want. You see this? This is my brand. Nip like, well, you know, I don't know if this is for me. Are you born again? Then it's for you. It's for now stop this stuff. Well, how's he going to do it? How in the world do I know how he's going to do it? Why don't you stop figuring out where it's coming from and just expect it? Amen. That's the problem with people. I ain't smart enough. Who said you ain't smart enough? Who said? Who said? Wh- one 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 day of favor, change your life forever. Yes. Somebody might just say, I want to do this for you. I don't know why I'm doing this. Praise be to God. Just smile and say, praise the Lord. I don't know why you want to do it. So I'm, I'm telling you. This is the thing. Expectation is the atmosphere you must keep when it comes to wealth. Write that down. (laughs) Expectation is the key you must expect when it comes to wealth. Without no expectation, God can't fill nothing. You got to keep expectancy. You know what I mean by that? You got to expect it to happen. Against hope, believe in hope, and and financial breakthrough. You understand that? expectancy, it's the key, you got to, this is what it is, break down real simple, you got to be expecting money to come, and when it comes, and when it comes, acknowledge God, that's favor, that's a blessing, that's God, see it, you know what I mean, and you know what, God. The, God works mysterious too, like this, like, you say, well, you know, you might, listen, you might just get God to do something like, instead of paying what it's worth, you got it for better, you better acknowledge that, Come on, you know what I'm saying? Something happens, somebody do something kind for you, you better acknowledge that. Somebody says, well, you know what you, or you find something that's like, was way more than, and you got it at a better, you better acknowledge that. You better thank God every time favor shows up. Don't be despising God's favor and get all weird when you don't give God glory because it didn't work out the way you thought it was gonna work out. Now, let me show you something right here. Everybody, my the rede- write these down. These are powerful truths I gave you, right? It's my redemptive right to be wealthy. You better write that down. <laughs> it's my redemptive right. I've been redeemed. I wrote these down. God gave them to me. It's my redemptive right to be wealthy. Did you get that? You know what that means? You were born into the blessing, so it's your right to be rich. I don't want to see these stupid good people telling you stupid stuff they don't know the Bible. You know what I'm saying? You know? It's like, well, you know, God don't want you to be rich. This is the bottom rung. This is like if we had a faith seminar. God don't want you to have faith. No, God wants you to have faith. God wants you to have prayer. God wants you to have money. That's right. And we're talking about generosity this month. How are you going to be generous? How are you going to buy somebody else a turkey? You ain't got no money for your turkey. That's right. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, God ain't got no. Pr- I, I, last time I checked, say you were 70. Per- say, you're, say, say you're a 30% giver. Let's just argument sake. Right. Just say argument's sake. You're a 30% giver. You're living on 70% of what comes in. You think God cares if you keep it? He don't care. So where are you going to get a deal like this? You have to increase. And God's got no problem increasing you when you start building the kingdom. The problem is you ain't got no more vision sometimes because you get stuck. How's he going to do it? Forget about how he's going to do it and start touching heaven and hear what God's telling you and prosper where God wants you to prosper. Does that make sense? And some of you think, like, oh, I'm done. you just starting. you just starting. Oh, you. Yeah, I'm telling you, you just started. God give you one project, change, make your head spin. Yes, got to give you one day of favor, make your head spin. I'm telling you right here. Now You got to put an expectancy on this stuff. Why not you? Man, I don't care. Something goofy, the government show up and say, we need your property. Amen. Why you need my property? I'm prophesying. Why you need my property? Because we want to build something on it. Yes, we'll give you four times what it's worth. Why not you? You ever hear these stupid stories? You ever see all this crazy stuff? Man, I'm going to tell you what. I used to laugh about supernatural debt cancellation. I found it in the Bible. It's in there. He'll cancel all your debt in a day. I got another word. I got two words, man. I messed you up. You know know what? There's There's two colliding factors that are happening within the time frame we live in right now where God can cancel all your debt if you got any. And if you ain't got any, don't worry about it. Just get the extra and give it away. I'm being serious. God will superna- What? Let me ask you a question. Didn't He cancel your debt on the cross? Yeah, He did. Then He could cancel your financial. And I know. Well, I got myself into it. Good. Guess what? You got yourself into sin. He got you out of that. He can get you out of your jacked up money too. He can do it. Why not? Now you get a plan and you follow the way to go. But guess what? If He just wants to supernaturally show up and do some, it's okay with me. Yeah. It's okay with you. It's okay with me. Look, look, I'll give you a story. One Christmas, PL's here. She's like this, right? One Christmas, God told me to give these people money. They ain't in the church no more. They were the biggest boneheads you ever seen in your life. I was like, I I ain't giving them church money. He said, no, give them your money. I said, you're out of your mind. I might have gave them some church money. I might have got that approved. When they dumb as a rock, I sure ain't giving them my money because they will squander that by the time they reach out the door. Right? And God said, you didn't hear what I said. I said, give them your money. And it was right around the holiday. I'll tell you who it is in the car ride home. And I said, "I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, they're so silly. And the Lord told me, he said, you give them your money and don't you worry about what they do with it because it ain't none of your business. It ain't your money anyway. Uh And I said, man, I still don't want to do this, right? And I said, why do I got to do this? And it was right around the holiday and they probably were going to bless the kids. And he said this. I'll never forget this. He said, I still want them to know, even though... (laughs) <laughs> this is my way I heard it. Now, this, you know this ain't the Lord. But you know some of it's me, but it's how I heard it. He said, I want you to give them your money, even though they're a bonehead, and they're going to do whatever they do with it. I still want them to know that I'm good. Yeah. Amen. Wow. And you need to be an instrument for people to know I'm good, even though they're boneheads. Wow. I said, I'll make you a deal. I'll give it to you, but make sure you give me back when I give him, all right? No, I did it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, who am I to hold back the blessing of God upon the unqualified? Because I don't think they're qualified. Why are you stopping yourself? Because that's the way you think. I'm not qualified. I squandered it. Guess what? Repent. Get it under the blood. He took care of it on the cross. He can take care of it in the kingdom, and he can turn this thing around. Why not you? You got to have faith for it. You got to have faith for it, man you got to have faith for it. He's going to turn my debt around. Come on. He's going to cancel it out. Look what he said right here in Galatians. Now I'm going to show you something here now. Did you write that down? Did you put that down? It's my redemptive right to be wealthy. You were redeemed to be wealthy. So let me ask you a question. If you don't think you're supposed to be wealthy, you ain't thinking right. Did you get that? Did you get that? If you ain't thinking you're supposed to be rich, you got wrong mentality in the church. Because yeah. here's the thing. Now I know I, I'm gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Some somebody gonna be like, "Well, you know, money's not everything." <laughs> Who said it was? Do, you know what? The, do you understand what redemption is? The power of redemption. When he says you've been redeemed, it was three things: spiritual death sickness, and wealth. How come you got no problem if I scream all day? Jesus is a healer. The whole church will clap. Yeah. Jesus is a savior. He'll send you to heaven. Jesus wants to make you rich. Oh, he's a money guy. He wants your money. That's what it is. That's what redemption is. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. That's the big three. We were Brother Hagin. What did he tell you? He wrote the book, Redemption. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death how God taught him to be rich. He was broke. I sat there in the meetings. You sat there in the meetings. We broke inadequately. He said this. He said, Ken Jr. was living on a cot, and they were pulling out the cot, and he said, we were in, you were there? inadequately clothed, inadequately fed. He said, I'm preaching the gospel riding around the world telling everybody God's a good God. I can't even feed my family right. That's what he said. He said, God, I need, I need a breakthrough here. I need to learn about prosperity. Right? He started learning how to give. Get the book, How God Told Me About Prosperity. Did we got it in a books so for? Read it. Learn. That's right, yeah. If it don't look like things are working right, he said, now here I am preaching the gospel. Or Robert, same thing. Yep, yep. Preaching the gospel around the world, telling everybody God's a good God. Can't can't meet your own needs. You gotta you gotta stretch to get it. Remember you used to talk about those ball tires? He said I used to ride through Texas in the middle of the night. 105 and during the day. He said it was so hot. He said I couldn't even drive the car during the day. I had to drive at night so it wouldn't break down. And he said, they sound like the tires. He said, I put the windows down. you don't have no air conditioning in the car. It's hot still at night. And you know how hot it is here in Florida. It's hot like that. You gotta have the windows down. He said, they sound like there was a choir in the tires. One tire over here said, What are you gonna do? 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 The other one chimed in over here, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You got no money, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do you do? The back started kicking in by the time I was depressed. What are, what are you gonna do? 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 See what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody gotta start somewhere. That's, right. that's it. That's how you do. I said, I have a doc one day. I said, he said, yeah, he said, I didn't have I didn't have none of this going. I said, How'd you do it? He said I told God I'd never be broke another day in my life. Put him in there, put it in there, put an envelope in there. We took the side of the pencil, could write, and put the eraser in the other side and put it in the offering. That's all you had. How in the world did you do this? Everybody gotta start somewhere. Everybody gotta start somewhere. Somebody be more advanced. Who cares? You just stay where you are and learn. God wants me rich. And God wants you to be a weapon. Because the more rich, the more rich you get, the more you you yeah, come on, man. The more rich you get, you know what you are. You're a weapon. That's why I told you kings and priests, kings are important, man. You're a weapon in the kingdom. Somebody wanna go look, man. Brother Moore taught me that one. Remember that? We were sitting there, brother Moore said, I want to be the guy when God goes to everybody else. If nobody else can write the check, I want to be the guy. Amen. Remember that? He said that. I said, man, that, that's a, that, he said, what if you go, hey, you got that? I don't really have that, God. Hey, you got that? I don't really have that. Hey, you got that? Hey, man, I know I can go to you. You definitely got it. You got to be a kingdom person. You see what I'm saying? That's why you never got enough. You always got to have more to give away. So you got to start where you're at. So start meeting your needs. You know what I'm saying? God will meet your needs. and Then you can start meeting the needs of others. But selfish people don't like hearing about money. And rich people love talking about money. You ever notice that? I was in a room with these dudes. I ain't going to tell you where. There is, ch- the one dude owned a corridor I-4. He, didn't, he owned a property and everything on it. The other guy did this. The other dude had that. The other guy did this. I said, these dudes got money. They don't even know what to do with it. In the room, right? I went to the meeting. I came back, asked P.L. I, I left. I said, you wouldn't even believe this meeting. You wouldn't have even believe it. I said, I got people can't rub three nickels together. You tell them to go right, they go left. You tell them go up, they go down. I'm sitting in a room with guys, got more money than they know what to do with. They're hanging on the seat of the thing, writing notes, trying to figure out how to prosper even more. That's when I figured out wisdom is the principal thing. You understand know that? Because people that reject wisdom, they ain't even looking for truth. But people that got truth want more because they don't understand wisdom when they hear it. That's why you don't get down on this stuff. You say, man, you know what, God? Just teach me what to do. Now what what, it's my redemptive right. You've been redeemed to wealth. And get out of this mentality. Well, you know, my mama, you ain't in your mama no more. You ain't in your lineage or you. You're in the body of Christ. I don't care who was broke. I don't care who was on welfare. I don't care who didn't have a nickel and a dime. I don't care. You got a brand new lineage. You ain't part of that no more. You in the kingdom and you serving the king and you live what with royalty. Guess what? He said, I made you an heir. Who's an heir to what? An heir to God. I don't see God scrapping for nickels. He got gold streets and diamonds in the wall. What are you an heir to? An heir to what? The slum? No, you're an heir to the throne. Yes. Come on. Start getting a mentality that I'm an heir. Put it on Jesus' tab. Next time you go out, say Jesus is taking care of that one. I'm being serious. Why not? He wants to. Jesus take care of it. Come on, I'm telling you. Look, look, look. Galatians 3, 10, You all right? I ain't going to keep you all night. I told you that. You don't know, need people think I'm kidding me. They say when are you going to get done? I said I'm not keeping you all night because the problem is then it's too much and you forget. I want you forget. I want you getting this. You see this? I'm shifting your. I'm shifting the way you see you. I'm shifting the way you see you. Well, you know, I'm looking at my bank account. Bump your bank account. Your bank account ain't telling me nothing. I like your bank account, get more numbers, but this ain't about your bank account. Did you get saved based upon what you did? Did you get healed based upon what you did? Did you get anything based upon what you did? So why are you looking at what you did to figure out whether God can prosper you or not? How about you get faith for it and go to a whole other level say, bro, if there's money in the room, I'm going to grab it. It's going to come to and find me, track me down. Why not you? Because you're going buy buildings. Man, God will give you stuff. Buildings. Get more than one. Get buildings. You mix your faith. See, it's thing. They're smart. They know how to mix their faith with it. See, after the people I come, when it comes across their plate, they don't understand you're the prophet of the moment. They're like, let me think about it. Too late. Went right by you. Just say, that joker opens his mouth. That bald-headed dude right there says it. I got faith to grab it. Why would I say it in the room? Because you're pulling it out of me. it's That's mine. Thank you very much. Put it in like. Thank you. I got down. Put it right in here. Because the word of God that's spoken now, right, has to be released. It's written and it's spoken. And then you get it and you bury it in your heart. It'll produce the fruit thereof. Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? Why not? Look what he said in Galatians chapter 3. Now you got to read about it. It's my redemptive right to be wealthy. You see that? Look at this. For as many of you understand it, are of the works of law, are under the curse. For as very curses, everyone that continued not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do that. But no man is justified by the law on the side of God. It is evident the just shall live by. You don't need faith for this, man. You gotta have faith for money. What is faith? Well, I don't see it. What do you ever see in faith? Are you Are you here? Anybody got any faith in this room? What do you see? What do you see? You don't see nothing when you're in faith. You got to see the invisible. you look looking at your bank account Tell me you're going to be rich. Give me a break. You got to see through the eyes of faith. God can do it. Why not? Why not you? Now, you see what I'm saying? That's why people get all stuck. I'm going to show you something here now. Because watch this, because we're going to go to Genesis in a minute here, right? And the, law, and the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them, he shall live in them. Christ redeemed me. Now, you understand this? Everybody say redemption. redemption. He redeemed me from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. You understand that? Now, we got to go to Genesis. We got to go to Genesis in a minute here and find out, well, what's the curse? Because you're in the blessing. I taught you that. You're in the blessing. The church don't even know what the blessing of Abraham is. I taught the blessing of Abraham. Everybody looking at me cross-eyed like, what's he talking about? The blessing of Abraham came because of Abraham's faith. Amen, amen. Now, let me ask you a question. Was it Abraham's faith or your faith? It was Abraham's faith. You just believed in what was provided through Abraham's faith, and you got the blessing. Let me not overcomplicate it, okay? If Abraham got the blessing to come on your life by his faith, then all you had to do is believe, what do you think you're going to need to get this money to start coming your way? All you got to do is believe. You ain't got to do nothing. Abraham already got it set up for you. Take what he left on the table. And if you're Abraham's seed, then you're heir according to the promise. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? What did Abraham get? I'm going to take Abraham. He's rich. He's stupid rich. He's so stupid rich it don't make no sense. And you know what? Hey, you know what's funny? I'm going to say it. Abraham ain't here. Yeah. But I am. <laughs> yeah. he, said, he said go obey. He said go obey. You need to go to land. Did you walk in obedience? Did you obey the word? Did you obey what God said? Then he said what? If you're willing and obedient, you need to go to land. See, if you want to be obedient, but now you got to put a demand on eating the good. Come on, eat the good of the land. Eat the good of the land. Why? Because I'm obedient. Why well, I ain't been obedient. Praise God. Repent and get obedient quick. Why? It ain't going to undo the blessing. Look, you got to see this, right? Christ redeemed me from the the law, being made a curse for his curse, everyone that hangeth on a tree. The blessing of Abraham come on the Gentile through what? Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Did you get that? Now come over here. Now you got to go over here. Everybody's like, "Well, hell, praise the Lord!" Here he goes. Right? Look at this, and you got to see this because when we go to Genesis chapter three, this could mess you up if you ain't careful. Okay, because it's good. Amen. You want to go there? Yeah. Because yeah, watch this. Well, you know, I can do this. I can do. Oof. Yeah, let's do this, and then I'll show you this other thing, and then I got to let you go because it's a lot. Okay, go to Genesis chapter three, and we'll start with verse. Uh, let's go to Genesis three. Um, you could do 317. I'll talk to you about this. 317. This, is going, this Now, write this now. This is when the mess came in. Okay? Now, now is this okay? Because I'm not, I'm not going too fast. Okay? Adam jacked the whole world up. Okay? His nonsense, not listening. You know what I mean? This is the problem. You got to get order. If you're really going to prosper, you got to get order. Once he got out of order, he jacked the whole thing up. You know what I mean? It's important you get in order. So look at this Genesis 3, 17 or whatever I said. Is that what I said? Yeah. And to Adam, he said, because you're he hearkening under the voice of your wife and has eaten the tree, which I granted. And don't blame the girls. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, get order. God wanted, him, God wanted him to listen to him, but he listened to everybody else. And the problem was she listened to the serpent and screwed the whole thing up because they didn't know where to listen need to come from. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to tell you right here now, I'm so shot out with this. You need to find a voice to follow into the future. You ain't you ain't, you, you ain't even believing what the Bible says Amen. about you. Yeah. I'm telling you, God's honest truth, man. It's scary. You're going to reject it because you know why? You lied to you more than anybody. And your head's going to tell you, this ain't for me. You disqualify yourself before you ever start. Somebody's got to give you something to hang on to and pull you into the next season of life. Yeah. That's, why, that's why, man, I talk to people today. I said, look, dude, I'm going to give it to you raw and real. You do what you want with it. I ain't saying I'm it, but bro, I'm telling you now. You gotta find somebody that can tell you who you are. Because you don't know who you are. And you don't you only see you in part. You gotta get somebody that could take you into the future. It's big, man. It's good. You guys are already there. But you know, some of these people don't know. I feel sorry for them, but I don't know. I ain't got no time for it. Because you can't make people listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Tell me who I am, bro. You tell me who I am because I don't know who I am. Cause once you tell me who I am, I know I can do it. Right. I'm telling you, it's true. And this church he gets that gets out of way. No, God doesn't want now, God wants you to submit to somebody in the earth. Because he ain't trusting you with nothing from heaven until he knows you're submitted in the earth. That's the problem with the church. The church thinks they can get it without men in the earth. They're ridiculous. It's nonsense. It's foolishness. It's out of order. God don't do it like that. I guarantee you. That's why they're whacked out. All these people you know that can flow by themselves with God, crazy as the day is long. Because the problem is they don't like it, and they just rotate around in rebellion and want to call it God leading them. Drop kick them jokers out the door. They're dumb as a rock. Did he just say that? Yeah, I did. And I'm going to probably get an ornery by when the night goes on. So just go with me. It's true. But they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know what you're doing, all right? Leave this up here. No, I'm telling you because you're safe. But th- some of you could get tainted by goofy people if you're not careful. Like, am I really, should I really be this involved? Yeah, and even more so. Should I be this dived in? Yeah, and even more so. Should I just, like, really go all in? Yeah, drink all the Kool-Aid and let's go. Just get so far in you can't get out. And stay there, because I'm telling you the truth, because I'm scared of God. I ain't scared of you. You don't scare me. You think you scare me? I was happy being saved and by myself. I didn't need any of you people. I love you. I'm happy for the job, but I was happy by myself. Now you show up and I'm gonna worry about what you think about me. I'm more scared of God. You don't scare me. Amen. That's right. I'm gonna tell you the truth no matter what. I'll tell you the truth that the exp- people don't want the truth, they want you to lie. Right, right. But I ain't gonna lie to you. Thank you. Because I'm willing to lose you and not lie to you, then lie to you and keep you. Amen. Yeah, that's why you got to grow up. And I'm growing up. Now, read the Bible. This ain't my, I didn't wake up and say, oh, look, this is what we should do because it was my idea. Read the Bible. He said, look, ding dong, you listen to the wife that you shouldn't have been listening to, you should have been listening to me. Don't blame the girls. He should have never been paying attention where he should not have been paying attention. That's Adam's fault. That ain't her fault. Because I mean, you know, every woman I ever met in my life, she has a suggestion. There ain't nothing wrong with that. That don't mean you got to go with it. God bless all the ladies. And all the ladies said, Amen. She got a great idea, but her idea might not be God, okay? Come on, right? And say what? I command, he's saying, "Thou will tell you that. Cursed, now watch this. He said, cursed is the ground because of you. Now watch this. He's telling you, he's telling you what happened. He's saying, in sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. Keep going, we're going to go for a little bit. He's saying what? He's saying, now what? He said, the ground's cursed, and you're going to labor. You see that? Did you pull that in? Cursed is the ground, and sorrow you shall eat all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till thou return in the ground. For out of it was thou taken, and dust thou art, and dust you're going to return. What is he saying? Now watch this. I got the Amplified Classic. You want to go to Amplified Classic? Because 317 is real good. Go there. I'm going to show it to you. Go there. Take your time. We got time. You see this? He's saying, look, he said, earth's cursed, ground's cursed, thorns and thistles, you're gonna sweat, you're gonna labor, and you're gonna toil, bro. Because when sin came in, the blessing went out. You see that? Now he's in Eden with God. You, you pulling this in? Where was Adam? He was in Eden with God, with the blessing. Now how in the heaven is this guy gonna get the garden of Eden to grow? Simple. He was gonna speak it. This guy ain't gonna garden this place. He's gonna command it. He's gonna speak to the thing. You understand what I'm saying? This garden's growing, man. He ain't got no weed whacker. He's gonna speak to it and it's gonna work. He's gonna grow it. It's gonna grow out of Eden. It's gonna cover the whole earth. You see this? This is the blessing. That's what God said. Adam and Eve, and here we go right from there. The blessing's hitting you. You're in the glory. You don't know nothing different than what God said. You have no other voice of reason. All you got is truth. Adam sins. Now mankind is open up to this mess. And now he shot out. Look what he says here. And to Adam, he said, Because you've listened and given heed to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree, I command you, saying, You shall not eat of it. The ground is under a curse because of you. That's the earth, bro. He said, The whole earth's curse. Do you think that curse left? That curse is still in the earth. You understand this? The earth's curse right now. But guess what? You ain't. You're the blessing. You're the, only reason, you're the only reason why this goofy place hasn't packed up and said bye. Because we here, once we leave, this place is going to go hell-bent. You think this is bad? Wait. I don't want to know. I'm going to be out of here. But you understand what I'm saying? You think, why you think God's he's waiting for the precious fruit of the earth to be received? Once that comes, we're wrapping up and packing up and gone. Come on. So this thing's cursed. So the cursed earth is trying to stop you from walking into blessing because it takes like, oh, you still you fall and you don't know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, the earth will tell you what you can have. But when a greater than he shows up, come on, somebody. When a blessed one shows up, no, one. Pastor Chris, just tell me who I am. 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 You're the blessed one. Look what it says. And uh, it's under a curse because of you. In sorrow and toil shall you what? Labor. Eat the fruit all the days of your life. He said, well, he said, you going to Labor. Now, look, there ain't nothing wrong with hard work. You understand that? You got to work hard. You understand what I'm saying? But I've seen a lot of people working hard ain't making no money. They broke. You see what I'm saying? I don't mind working hard, but you ain't working hard. Listen to this. This is the mentality. You're not working hard to get the blessing. You're in the blessing, and you're working hard. You see what I'm saying? It ain't nine jobs going to get you blessed. It's blessed, and then you will go to work. And then the work shows up. Why? Because you're blessed. You understand Blessing means the phone's going to ring. Amen. Blessing, means, blessing means you got to go put some time in the books to get ready because the blessing is bringing you to another level. See what I'm saying? It ain't like I'm sweating a brown all day long. You ain't sweating. Look what it says. Look what it says in 18. Thorns and thistles shall we bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants. For you. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread until you return to the ground. You see that? Now, look, there ain't nothing wrong with working hard, but he's saying, look, he's like the cur- you curse, man. Jesus, Jesus was the second Adam. The second Adam shows up in Galatians 3.16. Remember that? Look at, three, look at Galatians 3.14. You can go there in King, go to your King James. Now you ready for this? This is what he's saying. He rectified the curse. Is that okay? I've been redeemed to be wealthy. Everybody said I've been redeemed to be wealthy. It's God's honest truth. You're going to be almost, you know what's crazy? You, you never heard this a day in your life. You're going to have to become, you're going to have to, you're going to have to receive humility to become wealthy. You're going to have to receive humility to become wealthy. It's true. Because you're going to have to submit to God's way of doing it. And a lot of you ain't prepared for that. Because you feel, you feel almost, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not unworthy, but you almost feel inadequate for it. You're going to have to humble yourself to what God wants to put you. God wants you riding better. God wants you living better. God wants you eating better. You know what that takes? Humility. Because you're going to have to humble yourself from your own opinion of what God wants you to have. <laughs> did you get that yeah is that good God you like come oh, on, God I'm okay with rice-a-roni God's like nah eat steak <laughs> he's like nah, I want you to have this and you're like no it's okay I'm good with the rice no guys like no 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 I don't want you to have that I want you to have this you ever go somewhere and someone really wants to pour it on and you're like no nah, no that's okay that's okay and they put it on there you like you just you'll feel almost uncomfortable right you're like uh, no, it's good. It's good. No, God, like, like, God's like, shut up. Just take it. Wow. I did it for you. Well, who hung on the cross? Was it you? No, it was him. Don't you think he determines what you get to have after he did the act to get you out of the curse? Yeah. Yes, he does. If he wants you blessed, take it. What's wrong with you? Humility is what? Step down from your own opinion of yourself and take the spot he gave you. He wants me to be an heir. You don't get a sway. You're going to get glide in your stride. Puff your chest out a little, bit, I'm loaded. Praise me, God. You got three nickels in your pocket right now. Don't tell nobody. They ain't gonna know. Just pray that my daddy wants me loaded, and we're gonna find loaded. I don't want to know how many zeros you got in your bank account right now. There might not be many. There might be one big goose egg. Don't worry about. It. Don't say nothing to nobody. Just keep working it and working it, and start believing God and start going for. I'm telling you, it's gonna change your life. This is how you gotta do. It. You fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got to fake it till you make it means what? Just don't tell nobody. You know, I'm right now, I'm like so broke right now. I don't even want to tell you. I'm red. Don't say nothing. Just say, I'm the blessed of the Lord. I'm highly favored. Praise be to God. I'm uh, increases finding me. You don't think, you don't think? They all did it like this. They all did it like this. I see these guys. I asked the guy. Now, listen, I got, I got, this is not like I'm goofball. Like I just decided to go. No, I went and asked. I said, look, I see where you're at today. Where were you in the beginning? I was broke. Stop, stop. You dudes were all broke. Like, how broke were you? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, squeak when you walk broke. Like, broke broke. Like, broke? Yeah, I didn't have money. Like, you had no money. Like, $100? A couple grand? Nah. A couple bucks. What about that other dude? He was broke, too? Oh, yeah, he was so broke. He was so broke. The phone was ringing. Trust me, it wasn't Miracle Partners. It was people looking for him. He was broke too? Broke is broke. How you guys freaking this thing out? I sat and listened to a three-day seminar with the best. With the best. How in the world did you guys do this? Principles of heaven. So y'all started out where we started out? With just enough? And now, you, now you're walking with the God of more than enough? With the power and potential of a seed? Jesus, good God. I said, man, let me tell you, I'm not, I'm not the smartest bulb in the bunch, but tell you what, if you use these principles and it works... And the principles will get me there. I ain't arguing with me. You. you know, Oyedepo came. You know, David Oyedepo, the bishop in Africa, one of the largest churches in the world. got 50,000, 60,000 people sit down. He came to America, got a bunch of books. Flew him to Raymond. He went to Raymond '80s, when we were probably there, probably walked in, probably didn't even notice the dude. He came in there. I remember his story. He was with Benson Idaho said. I, I love the story, because I knew Bishop, my buddy went. Bobby went. Bobby went when Idahoos was there and he got there and he said the guy came, he said, Mercedes were whipping, there was 20 Mercedes limousines. They're like the bishops here. This guy was packing. And he was his understudy. And he asked, Benson he, Idahoosa told him, he said, the bishop said, he said, take the money. Take, take take there's money in the bag. Just take it. He said, I don't, I don't want, I don't want the money. He said, tell me how to get the bag. There was money in the bag, and he said, There's money there. Go take the money and do what you need. And Bishop, I a host that told him, take the money. Take what you need. You know, it's like I said to you, hey, you need money? I got a bag full of it. Take what you need. And he said this. He said, he said, I looked at him. He said, I don't want to take the money. Teach me how to get the bag. Amen. And he told him principles. He said, he came to America, brought a bunch of books, flew back home with him, put the books from all the grades, laid them on the table and told his wife. She said, you went all the way to America to get books? He said, everything I need to know is in those books. Amen. Everything I knew to change our life is in those books. We got the principles that'll get us success. We just got to work it. I got fifty thousand people sitting in the church. Brother Copeland was there not too long ago. preaching the things. Fifty thousand people ordered to building a bigger one. Flying around, got anything he wants in the world. How you got nothing in the middle of nowhere? And you got enough. He said, "I got the principles to get it." See, that's the difference. You got to sell out, man. You got to sell out. So me got to sell out. You got to sell out so far out. You ain't got no ba- there Ain't no plan B. Ain't no plan B. Ain't no plan B in this, man. Don't go do nothing crazy. You ain't got to do nothing crazy. That's not what I'm saying. But you got to get so shot out on God. Man, that's all I got is God. I ain't got no other way to produce this. I, can't, I ain't smart enough to get it. I don't know enough people to get it. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't even rob a bank and get it for crying out loud. I just got to get it the way God said get it. You see what I'm saying? Principles of heaven. Look at this, look at this, look at this. What was that scripture I was giving you? We went back to 3.14, right? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Now go to verse 13. Now you're going to like this. Christ redeemed me from what? What curse? What curse? The curse of the law. What was the curse of the law? Genesis 3. You're going thorns and thistle, baby. You're going thorns and thistle. What curse was it? Galatians chapter 3, Who rede- what did he do? What's that mean, redeem? Bought me back, purchased possession. <laughs> bought me back from what? He bought you back from broke. How do you think he made you rich? He took the broke, put it on him, and put what was on him on you. I'm going to throw a chair. You ain't paying no attention to me. I'm going to go back on the road. Stay out there. Maybe never come back. You better pay attention. Come on, you see what I said? You hear what I just said. You got to believe me. Stop critiquing me. Believe me. You understand? You got to grab it. Don't wait. What? What? He. You know what it means to redeem a purchased possession? You have to show up with something of equal value or greater value to exchange. Jesus said, I'll be the one that takes the curse on me and you can have what I have. He paid the ransom. You know what, Randy? You ever watch a stupid movie? They gotta pay a ransom to get it. He redeemed you with a ransom price. The price was his son. Come on, somebody. He redeemed me from the curse, be it made a curse for us. For curse is everything that's hanging on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham. What was the blessing of Abraham? You ain't paying attention. You know what the blessing of Abraham Look, this you wanna see something? This Joker's stupid loaded. He's stupid loaded. Do you hear what I just said? Yes. Uh, that ain't for me. Good, it ain't for you. Then stay broke. What do you want me to tell you? This ain't for everybody. This is for the people that got sense in their head. I, I didn't even want to come to this meeting. No, oh, that's your problem. You're here now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I probably get so much trouble. Yeah, you better. You, where are you going to go anyway? All in. You better get all in. Ain't nowhere to go. Look, you want to see this? This will mess you up. You want to see this? Go to Genesis. Go to Gen. You want look, look, look at this? I can't keep you all night because Genesis. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we go there, that'll be good. Go to Genesis 12 and 1. Genesis 12 and 1, and I'm going to show you something, all right? You okay with this? Yes. Genesis 12 and 1, we're going to read. 12, I'm going to actually go there too. Genesis 12 and 1, read a little bit of 13, and then I'm going to let you go and come back tomorrow. But I got to tell you this one thing. Genesis 12 and 1. Okay? Y'all stay there. Internet people, stay with me. Genesis 12. Now, the Lord, now look what the Lord said. Now, God says, God's going to find Abraham, right? Now, you got to get this, right? Now, who believed God to get. The, now, wait a minute now. Who believed God to get the blessing to come back? Abraham. Right? But Abraham, Abraham believed God to get the blessing to come back for the lineage of Jesus, to get to the cross, to pay the price, to get what? To get the curse off you, put the blessing back on you. Whose blessing did he get? You got the blessing of Abraham. To be heir of the world. And if you're Abraham's seed, then you're heir according to the promise. How many of you Abraham's seed? Boom. So then you then you're Abraham's what? Heir. So what's the heir? What's the Abraham got? Now, he got you the lineage of Jesus, but he got his own blessing, too. The blessing of Abraham's hardwired to success. It came in through what Jesus did. That means you get the blessing of heaven, but that was the blessing of Eden. That's what the garden was supposed to be. So look at Abraham. Ab- you getting this? So look at Abraham. Look at Abraham. This joker stupid, Rich. Look, now the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of your country and out of your kindred and from your father's house in the land I will show thee. See that? He said, obey me. Follow me. And I will make thee a great nation. I'm mean a great nation. He said, I'll make you a great nation. God wants to make a nation out of you. Read Deuteronomy 28. We're going to go there. You can't, you can't. He said, I'll put you above all the nations of the earth. Whose thinking idea is this? Did you wake up yesterday and go, I just want to be over all the nations of the earth. That's what I want to (laughs) be. Ain't a person in this room said that. It's his idea. Right? He said, I want you to be over all the nations of the earth because I like you. And we're over here critiquing, God, you don't know how jacked up I am. He's like, no, I knew how jacked up you are before I picked you, before I formed you. I know you're jacked up. And you want to know what? Let me show you. I'll give you a secret. You want a secret? The more jacked up you know you are and the more humble you are about it, the more God will use you. You know why? Because when you get there, you won't take none of the credit. See, the jacked up people are the ones that go, I deserve it. I don't deserve jack, but since you've given it, I'm taking it. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The guy that walks in like, I demand it. You jerk. Get out of here. When I walk in, I don't deserve none of it, but I'm taking all of it, and I'm going to put some in my pocket before I leave. I might take the silverware, bump it. I'll repent on the way home. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, the guy that knows you don't belong in the room, he's going to go in there like, praise be to God. I don't belong here. I'm just happy to be in the room. Praise be to God. But then once you get the revelation, I'm, you want me here? I'm taking everything on the table. See it? You see what I'm saying? Go in there. I'm not smart enough. Don't tell nobody. They won't know. Just don't open your mouth. Just go, yes. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Just stop. Look what he said. He said, I want to make you blessed. And thou shalt be a what? A blessing. Now watch verse 3. Watch verse 3. Everybody say 3. 3. three, three. You're doing okay. You're doing three. And I will bless, I will bless them that bless thee. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And I will curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of be blessed. Come on, right? Come on, man. Abraham ain't here, but we here. Abraham ain't here, but we here. Abraham ain't here, but we here. Now watch four. Watch four. Watch four. Watch four. Watch four. You're going to get this, right? So Abraham departed. Okay? Now watch this. Check this out. You ready for this? You got to pay attention. I'm wrapping it up. Don't miss this. Abraham's, Abraham's hardwired in the blessing. He has a covenant connection of blessing. How many got a covenant connection of blessing? How many got a covenant connection of blessing? Amen. A connection of blessing? Amen. Look right here. Look right here. And the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. <laughs> this joker like that dude got something on him I'm going. Lots of ding dong, but he's smart enough to know if I stay near Abraham I can get something. He said, "Look, look, look. And and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he parted out of Haran. Some of you better get ready. You think you're retiring? You just get ready to start your ministry." They don't want to hear that. They're like, I'm tired. I want to go play with my grandbabies. Well, you better get a job because praise be to God, you have about ready. you about, you, about ready. you about ready to go on. You want to see something crazy? Can I show you something else? Don't get mad at me now. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I told them I was going to finish up. And he, say, he said, I'll bless you, right? And all the families are there to be blessed. Go to Genesis 13. 1. Go to Genesis 13. 1. So just flip right over. Go to Genesis 13. 1. You're going to see this. You're going to see this. This is where they get in trouble, Right? And Abraham, see this? Yeah, you go to Genesis 13.1. And Abraham went out of Egypt and his wife and all he had, and Lot went with him. She'll put it up there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kingdom, covenant, kingdom, covenant, connection, blessing. Right. That's what you got. Amen. Just gotta stay near it. Don't come away from it. Stay close. Okay. Don't get yourself away from it. Then I'll show you, I'll find this thing for you. I'll show you some more stuff. You alright? All right. Okay, look at this. And Abraham went out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had, and what? Lot went with him. Lot's like, I ain't going nowhere you don't go, bro. I'm staying around you, man. You got something on you. Look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. This is where he said, remember I told you he's stupid rich? Here's stupid rich. And Abraham was very rich and cattle and silver and gold. He got so much stuff, the earth can't even contain him. Now, stop right here. Who's an heir Abraham? So then guess what? If you're an heir, you better have something. You, be, you can't be an heir to nothing, Oh, I left you nothing. You're an heir of nothing. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Come on, right? He said, no, no. He said, what? He said, I left you an inheritance. Come on, Jesus left us an inheritance. Come on, the blessing of Abraham has been laid up because Abraham, now watch this. You understand why we still call it the blessing of Abraham? Because he's the father of us all. Because we were all in Adam and doomed. Why do you think Jesus is the second Adam? He was the what? He was the one that rectified through his sacrifice what the first Adam screwed up. And Abraham brought faith in a lineage that could bring the blessing back upon us so we could be undone from the curse and we could be connected to the blessing. That's why we are in Father Abraham because he is the what? The seed of where we came from. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Abraham's heir. Why does he talk like this he heir? Jesus was the sacrifice, but we're, he needed somebody in the earth to believe God and was credited to him for righteousness' sake. Does that make sense? Yeah. He was made righteous because he believed, and God gave him a promise over there, right here. Now, look what he said right here. Keep going. Watch this. Watch this. Check this out. And, and he went on his journey at, south, and he went to Bethel, and he kept going. And watch this. And in the place of the altar which he made there, and, Lot, and look at and look, verse 5, and Lot also went with him. Lot's just like, man, you saw him happen when I got around you. I ain't leaving. And the, look at verse 6. And the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together because they had too much stuff. <laughs> now, here's the problem. Now, here's the problem. You know they're getting strife. And once Lot disconnect from the blessing, it's over. That's why you got to stay close. You got to stay close. Because once, once you get offended, you get in strife, you, you short-circuit this thing. So get out of strife. Don't let no strife in your life. Stay close. Okay? So let me just show you this and we'll wrap it up. Stay close. Why did I show you that? He loaded, man. He ain't thinking about no money. He ain't got to think about no money. You have to get a divine expectation. Now listen to what the Lord told me. Okay, I'll show you this. You have a supernatural anointing to prosper. Because what Jesus did. You see that? You see that? Did you pull that in your spirit? You see what they did? Abraham loaded you're an heir. Come on, look, look at Galatians 3.29. Can you pull that up there, King James? If you're Abraham's seed, then you're an heir to the blessing. So what gave me this blessing? Redemption. What did redemption do? It undid what was on me. What came into the curse? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. What came into the blessing? Supernatural blessings and overflow and health and wealth. Oh, I know what you want to see. Look at this right here. I'm going to show you that thing. And if you be Christ. Then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So you Christ, yes. then you're the seed of Abraham. Amen. What you mean to seed Abraham? You got that blessing on you. Amen. All you got to do is renew your mind to the blessing. Amen. Now what's the blessing? Deuteronomy 28. Go there, please. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. You know what it says. Let's read it. Let's read it real quick, and then I'll give you this one humdinger, and I'll let you go. This one's going to blow you out, this other one I found. I said, God, where is that? He said, go in there. It's in there. You got to hear this. After that, you're gonna be, you'll are gonna be done. You'll be ready to go. Okay? Deuteronomy 28. Everybody there? Verse 1. And it shall come to pass, Deuteronomy 28.1, it shall come to pass what? If you hearken diligently in the voice of the Lord. Now, let me explain something to you about that. If you're willing and obedient, you're going to need to go to land. You got to be obedient. You, let me tell you right now. You got to stop getting in strife. Listen to me. You got to stop getting in strife, man. It's jacking up your money. You understand know that? In the house, stop getting that strife. It's jacking up your money, man. You, you want to prosper, you got to get out of strife. And you got to stay connected. You got to stay connected to what God connected you to. It's important. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm talking big. I don't really care. Because I'll get you where you need to go. You know what's funny? I'll get you where you need to go. I'm going to talk big. I don't really care. They can shut the camera off for all I care. I'm going to get you where you need to go, even if I'm not there. The anointing on it produces it. You understand know that? The anointing on it produces it. You can go beyond it because you understand how to work with it. That's how God does it. He just, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. It shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God and observe to do his commands, which I command you this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all the nations of the earth. Who what? That's his idea. Where are you seeing you ain't enough? Where are you seeing inadequacy at this? Come on, man. High above all the nations of the what? The earth. Whose idea was that? you like, I can't even be on the Kiwanis Club for crying out loud. You uh, He's trying to put you high above the nations of the earth. What's the matter with you? You know what I'm saying? Whose idea was that? God. So if he wants to put you high above the nation of the earth, take your spot. You see what I'm saying? Get a revelation of this. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. What do you mean come on thee and overtake thee? He wants you to be lavished in this thing. If you what? Hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. So just listen. You see what I'm saying? Well, ain't nobody going to tell me. Well, keep your broke self where you want to be then. I'm going to listen. Trust me, man. If this is going to prosper me, I'm going to listen. I'm going to pay attention. God, what do you want? Look at verse 3. Watch. It's going to get better. Watch this. right? Blessed thou shalt be in the city and blessed thou shalt be in the field. That's good news. you blessed coming in, blessed going out. Come on. Look at this, right? Keep going. Four. You're going to love this. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the fruit of the ground, the fruit of the cattle, increase everything, everything you got. Now, you ain't got sheep and all that stuff. Some of you got sheep, but whatever. You got, a, you know what a sheep is? An asset. Right. Multiplication. Ain't that cool? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff's going to, b- business is going to blow up. Stuff's going to happen. Look, blessed shall be thy basket in that store. That means everything you got. Your bank account, your increase, your house, your business. Man, you got to expect this. Expectation. You gotta get a next level expectation. Tell you that. Blessed thou shalt be when thou come, and blessed thou shall be when they go. Watch verse 7. Watch verse 7. I love verse 7. Keep going. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. You know what? Your covenant of wealth will destroy your enemies. That's that's what he's saying. He's saying that, right? Your enemies can't stand before you. They shall come at thee one way and flee seven ways. Watch verse eight. Watch that. Watch verse eight. Watch this. Check this out. The Lord shall command. Now let me tell you something. God don't make suggestions. He made commandments. That's right. He shall command the blessing upon thee in the storehouse, and all thou is thy hand to do shall be blessed in the land which the Lord thy God give thee. You said, what you put your hand to, I'm gonna bless and prosper. Right. Are you pulling this in? Yeah. Okay. Okay, you wanna see my scripture I got for you, and then I'll let you go home? I just want to mess me up. I said, Where's this in the Bible? You're gonna love this, right? This is where I'm gonna t- send you over the edge. I found miracle money. Come on. Okay. Go with me over here. Go over, go over here to Hebrews 9. Go to Hebrews 9. Go to Hebrews 9 and 4, right? And put it, put it, put it. This is the one God gave me. You better hear this. It's funny. And then I'll take the offering and you guys can go. Hebrews 9 and 4. I want you to give with expectancy. I don't care what you give. It's between you and God. But I want you to give with expectancy. Go to Hebrews 9 and 4. Put it into passion. It reads a lot better, please. Okay? So I was reading and I was like, man, God, what do you say? He's saying, this is how it works. This is really good. you got to get this. He said, it was the order, in Hebrews 9, he's talking about the order of how he does stuff. Okay, he was talking about the anointing, he was talking about provision, and he was talking about the authority of the priesthood. Okay, so this is good, you realize this, because you're standing in that that priesthood thing. He's talking about the anointing, your covenant anointing for wealth. Write this down, I'm gonna give you three things. He's talking about, in Hebrews 9, the covenant anointing Or when he talks about the Ark of the Covenant, he's talking about your covenant for the anointing for wealth. Write that down. Your covenant anointing for wealth. Does that make sense? It was God coming in covenant with you to have wealth. It wasn't your idea. It was him. He's the greater. You're the lesser. Once you come in, you take what he told you. You understand this? It was his covenant idea, not yours. You know what I mean by that? I go to you. I go to Kev. I'm the greater. He's the lesser. I said, this is the life I want you to have. It's all this. You go, okay, I'm up. Let's go. We, we, we covenant, right? I got the bigger tribe. I'm the stronger dude. I'm the one. You're The lesser cuts the covenant with the greater, and then the greater cuts the covenant with the lesser, and the lesser steps up to the level where the greater one is. That's covenant. Hello? You know what I'm saying that. So we came in with nothing and we say, What do you got? He said, I got everything. The world is yours. You're an heir of the world. Come on, guys. It's like a merger. A, a smaller company merges with a bigger company. What do you? You take the name. Come on, you got the assets. It's like marriage, right? You came in, you take the name. You take the assets. Come on, but this, how many know this is better than the 401k you got? Come on, somebody. This is like what's the kingdom got? Amen. He got everything. The silver, the gold, the cattle. You got it all, amen. Now, right, you got so write this down. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. Number one, it was the covenant, the anointed covenant for wealth. Got that? Two, it was miracle provision. Miracle provision. Miraculous provision. You better get your faith right. I wouldn't, I'd pay attention if I was you because this thing gonna go zipping through this room. And if you catch it, I don't know, you've, you, if you can't, I can retire. So praise me to God. So somebody catch it because I I don't need to work forever. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like just get, just get stuff we we want. You know what I mean? You just get it and I'll just use it and then I'll bring it back. All right. So come on. That was funny, but you should laugh. So you better get it. I'm not playing. This thing gonna go ripping through here, man. Right. So everybody say, miraculous provision. And last one was this, connecting to the authority of the priesthood. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I'm going to read it to you. This is big. You're going to see it all in this one scripture. This is, I've never seen this in the Bible. You pulling this in? Yeah. Everybody paying attention? You better pay attention, man. I'll just go whipping by you, okay? Now I'm going to read it. He's talking about the covenant, the Ark of the Covenant. I'm like, what is this? what am I even reading this for? I didn't even know this was in here. God just told me, stop, stop being a goober and just do what I tell you. It contained... That's how God talks to me. Stop being a goober and just do what I'm telling you to do. But I found it. It contained the golden altar of incense, the Ark of the Covenant of Mercy, which was a wooden (laughs) box covered entirely with gold, and placed inside the Ark of the Covenant Mercy was a golden jar with mystery manna inside. Aaron's resurrection rod, which sprouted, and the stone tablets engraved with covenant laws. I read it. I'm like, I have no idea what this means. But I got it. He said, with it, you, know, you got to understand something. You want to know, you know, let me show you this now. Now just stay with me now. He's talking about miracle provision. This is what he's talking about. Now let me show you this now. The, the most holy place, the Ark of the Covenant is where the anointing was. You got a covenant anointing to prosper. Now go slow. These were symbols that were starred in the Mosaic Covenant. The pot of manna reminded people of God's miraculous provision. That jar was the manna that He fed the children of Israel in the desert with. That's miracle. That's that's miracle. You better get ready. That's miracle provision. How do you know bread starts falling out the sky? Something's a hardwired, baby. Something's wired. He's saying. He's saying. Go back to this covenant and let me show you something. The pot of manna, right? He said, and placed inside there was what. The mystery manna was in a the jar. There was a golden jar in there, and inside there was some of the manna to remind them, I'm still the God of miracle provision. Even when you don't know where I'm going to work, I might just throw something out. He's getting you to get back to that. He's like, I, look, if I could feed the children of Israel with mystery manna. I like that word, mystery manna. How many going to start looking for mystery manna tomorrow? I'm going to wake up tomorrow and go show me some of that mystery manna. Where that mission? No, now pull it in. You seeing this? He said, what? He said, I got, listen to me. I'm, I know what I'm talking about. I didn't even know this was, this was in the Bible. Nine o'clock this morning, I didn't know this was in the Bible. Okay? He did it for you. So just take it. Trust what I'm telling you. Just go with it, right? I'm done. Right? Just now. He said, what? He said, the, the anointing, right? The anointing in this covenant is there. You see it? Okay, I'm cool. He said this, and, play, he said, and it contained the golden altar of incense, the ark of the covenant of mercy, which was a wooden box covered with gold. He, that's where the presence of God was. He said, you got the anointing of this covenant to prosper. He said, check this out. He said, here's a, and there was what? And in place, inside the ark of the covenant of mercy was a golden jar with mystery manna inside. He said, there was a gold jar with manna in it. Reminding them, mystery manna, reminding them that I'm the God of provision miraculous provision in the middle of the desert when you don't look nobody can feed you, I can feed you. I can get you out of debt. I can meet all your needs. I can get you a breakthrough. Who's to say I can't have something just fall out the sky right now and change your life forever? That's what he said. He said, put your expectation. When they looked at this covenant, he said, put your expectation. And then this part I didn't get until the end. I had to study this out a little bit. He said this. He said, Miracul- the miraculous provision for them in the wilderness. He said, I don't care where you're at, I'll get it to you. The wilderness—they out they of the will of God. They out of the will of God. He still got bread falling out the sky. You tell me your daddy ain't gonna take care of you? Come on, man. Now watch this—it gets better. I said, what's, 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 "What's up with this butted rod?" <laughs> no, go slow. Right? Miracle. Aaron's rod was the sign of the authority of the priesthood because God had ordained Aaron and his sons to represent the people before Him. He said, look, he said, listen to this, right? He said, There's the authority of the priesthood. What's that mean? You stand in the place of authority. What just what happens? Right? I'm telling you today, in the authority of the priesthood, the blessing of God's waiting for you. There's mystery manna waiting for you. Come on, you see what I'm saying? And your covenant agreement now gives you access because I'm not giving you nothing that God didn't already want you to have. You see what I'm saying? You better get that. I'm not talking nothing that God didn't want you to have. He wants you to have it and then some. I'm telling you, there's mystery manna waiting for you. There's supernatural debt cancellation power because Jesus canceled your debt on the cross. He could cancel your debt in the earth. There's mystery money waiting for you. There's mystery manna. There's buildings laid up for you. There's stuff laid up for you. There's treasure laid up for you. The earth is laid up for you. And manna's just waiting to fall out. And all you got to do is believe it. It's waiting for you. Mystery manna. How many you going to get up tomorrow and thank God for mystery? I'm like, what you doing today? Next time you show up in the elevator and they see you in the morning, like, hi, good morning. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. What are you going to do today? I'm looking for mystery manna. <laughs> I'm just looking for mystery manna. It's somewhere. Praise be to God. Start looking up in the air like it's coming. <laughs> Where that mystery man at? He said, what? He said he reminded them. You want to know what that Ark of the Covenant was? To put yourself back in remembrance of who I am and what I can do for you. That's what he was talking about on Hebrew 9. He's explaining everything that God had laid out for you. There's mystery man I'm waiting for you. Come on, how many of you believe in God for me? You can play some. How many you believe in God's got some mystery man waiting for you? How many of you believe you've been, re- now this is, now pull this in, okay? You've been redeemed from the curse. Ain't no lack in this thing. No lack. What was Eden like? The blessing. You command and decree. It does. No more toil, man. Ain't no toil. We'll look at it tomorrow. Ain't no toil people toiling. Where's it going to come from? You just pull on mystery manna. See, this is what happens. Revelation pulls you up to another level of access with God. I'm just expecting it now. Yes. That's it. I just expect it. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't care. I'm expecting mystery man to show up in my life. I don't care if you call him mystery I Just say, think of the children of Israel in the woods. I could care less. Say, there's a jar. Can you believe God? Look at, it. Look at how cool God is. This is how good God is, right? He said, number one, number one, he said, when you put that box Know my anointing is going with you. And by the way, get a jar and put some of that bread in there and remember who I am. Amen. Don't you forget who I am. Don't you forget what I can do. If I did it for them, I'll do it for you. And they carried it, they carried Aaron's butt and rod, the authority that God plays. And Aaron was a ding-dong a little bit to tell the truth, right? He couldn't keep it together. The people were wearing him out. But God said, I don't care. What I put on that anointing will work. The anointing to agree. Yeah, you, when you, every time you agree with what I tell you, you get access to what I said. You understand that? That's how it works. Every time you agree to what I said, you get access to what I said. That's how it works. That's how, that's why you want me to prophesy where you need to go and you just say yes and amen. That's how it works. Because God backs it up. That's how he builds the kingdom. You see it? So I said mystery man is waiting for you. You understand know, what I just said? Mir- mir- miracle mir- miracle, man is waiting for you. Supernatural provisions waiting for you. The best of God's waiting for you. Why not you? Why not now? Why not today? Come on, somebody. Amen? Come on. We're going to give. But I want you to give in this place of the anointing. Understand this. This ain't no stretch for nobody. I want you never to give another seed like you used to give before. I'm, I'm expecting you to go to a whole new place of increase. And I wanted to wait for you to get this revelation. And then you from now on say, you know what, God, I got this thing. I understand it. I'm agreeing. I'm not in this curse. I've been redeemed from the curse of law. God don't want me to have no lack. He wants me to have the blessing and increase. Amen? Amen? Amen. And the only reason why we're taking the offering at the end is you need to build your faith. to sow your seed. Because you're going to sow anyway. I tell them every Sunday when they come in here, most of these people ain't getting, like, oh, I'm going to change my seed. That ain't happening. You brought it ready to go. But I need you to have faith at another level. Because why not you? Why not you why not today? why not now? Why not the mystery manna of heaven be revealed in your life? I'm telling you it's true and if you put expectation on why not your business blow up? Why not boom you buy the whole city block Why not you? Because if you do, no I'm telling you why because God God knows if you do it, he got you, it's God's provision and the kingdom grows God will be kingdom partner man he'll, he'll, you'll, your head'll spin what God'll do. Why not you? Why not you? Amen? So we got ways to give. Let's pop it on the screen. We're going to go. You know how to give. You can text to give that 386-968-1103 right there. They'll put it up there on the screen. There it is. 386-968-1103. It's up there. You know how to do it. Everybody online, you know what I'm saying. The online relevantfl.org slash giving is there. Cash app, dollar sign, relevantfl. But as you get ready to give, I want you to notice. I don't want you ever, ever to give the way you gave before. You know what I'm saying? You got to go over the place. God wants me blessed. I'm out of the curse. I'm in the blessing. This blessing looks better than the package you're seeing. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. This package is better. The benefit package God has is the blessing. Once you know that, man, you start putting a demand on it. Because what would you be doing right now if money was not a problem? You ever ask yourself that? Where would you, what would you be doing right now if you didn't have to think about money? Come on, man. It's true. You know? You'd be like, man, I'll just be doing the things of the kingdom. i will be doing this. What, what would you be doing? What would you believe you can do? Come imagine. I'm like, you never got enough. Get ready to see your life change in this thing. But notice, this is what it is. We're in financial prosperity right now. This is what we're talking about. We ain't talking about faith. We ain't talking about prayer. We're talking about finances seeing how God wants you to prosper. He said, I want, you to, I want you to be above all the nations of the earth. My God in heaven, imagine you pull that in and I want you to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, right? I redeemed you from the curse to be a blessing. Thank you, That's why, you know what? That's why he's going to do that. That's why it's a no-brainer. That's why everything's going to go right in line. It's going to be like, you take the step, the door's going to open, you're going to get it, you're going to finish it, you're going to start the next thing, you're going to start the next thing. It's all going to blow up. Why? Because he knows the minute you start doing it, he's going to get money. And God needs money in the earth to build the kingdom. So you got no problem. As long as you know you're in your heart, I ain't going to get stingy with God. i give God what I told him I'm going to give God. You're going to be loaded. Why would you not? Because you say, hey, God, I'm going to give you my, what comes in is going to God. How do you think he's getting money? You think money, God would be a, listen, God cannot have money just fall out the sky. That would be, make him illegal. He doesn't work like that. He gets it through the currency of the earth. So what do you think he needs? He needs people to partner with him to go, hey, I'll do my part. You make it come in. You give me, you give me mine. I'll make sure you get 40%. God goes, okay, I'll make you rich. Why? Because I got to build the kingdom. I need somebody obedient to do it. That ain't working God. That's God working you. You ain't got no problem with this partnership. And then God don't care, keep 60% of it. What does he care? You know 60% of a million bucks? You're living pretty good, bro. Come on, man. Why not you? Why not you? Next idea. Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? Next business. Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? You see these morons out here running around, the demon-possessed, doing whatever, and the church is sitting here going, well, can we figure it out? No. Go. Why not you? Why not? Come on, You. Why not you? you ready. I'm telling you, listen man. You're going to do this, okay? This is no push. This is no prod. It ain't about that. This ain't no work it up thing. I ain't into that. That's stupid. I need faith. And now from now on, this is why God says, I'm going to pound it again tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? But I got miracle, mystery mystery manna. You ain't never going to forget that mystery manna. Turn the corner, mystery manna. I'm just looking for mystery. I'm going to find that jar. <laughs> Where that jar out with that mystery manna? supernatural provision in every season of my life. Amen? Let me pray over you. Father, I just thank you right now. for you, The ushers could come for supernatural provision for each and every person. God, why not? This is what this faith walks about. We're going to a whole other arena of faith. We're stepping into a whole other position of faith for finances. And I thank you, Father, that we got a covenant agreement of wealth. We have mystery manna laid up for us. And we have the authority In the office we stand in, to demand and decree that increase and prosperity comes upon you supernaturally. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. The ushers are going to serve you. Glory to God. Now listen, where's the book? Did you get the books? Where are the books? You got them on the end? You're handing them out already? Okay, everybody get your book. Bring it home. Read it. Okay, if you're watching online, you should have came to church. But what I'm going to tell you, to church you come to church and get benefits to God if you don't live here and you want a book if, if you're really really nice you put a comment on there I might be able to get your book see somebody nice like Roxanne she'll give you she'll definitely give you a book no, I'm just kidding we'll get you a book if you really want a book we'll help people out to get a book I was like oh that was Oma's idea too so everybody God bless Oma she found them I didn't even know where they were praise be to God but listen okay tomorrow we're gonna come back I'll keep you a little bit but did you pull that in did you get it You're redeemed from the curse alone, man. Got this? When you go home, think about this. So if he if he exchanged it, the blessing was in the garden. Curse came in the garden because Adam. Jesus took the curse, put it on him, and gave you his blessing. What was his idea? See, I don't know where this disconnect in our head is that God don't want you to have all of it. Now listen, I know what you can say. Well, you know, you know, I heard this one too. It's hard. Some, somebody gave me this one. This is funny. I'm going to go. <laughs> it's hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I said, I'm already in the kingdom of heaven. I ain't trying to enter in. I am in the kingdom. Well, I got to go. You know, this is so dumb. People hard like, oh, no, the Bible says wide is the way to destruction and narrow is the way to everlasting life. I already got everlasting life. You got it? I ain't trying to figure this out, bro. I'm already in. It's like you're looking for the club membership. I'm already in the club. Amen. You're like trying to, what do you mean? Get in. We're in. It's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Last time I checked, I'm already in the kingdom of heaven because the kingdom of heaven is within. Amen. This is stupid. Just go get loaded and then go give it away. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Go meet some needs. And some of you, I guarantee you this, if you partner with God to be like, God, I'm going to take care of your stuff because I know that's my job. And watch what starts happening. You won't even know why. And when it happens, give God the credit, give God the glory, and don't get greedy. You know what I'm saying? Don't get greedy. You know what I mean? greedy. Like, don't lie with God. Like, if you said, hey, I'm going to do this, then do it. Do it. Just do it. Because if you want, because you know what he knows? He knows the heart. Once he knows he can trust you, you watch, man. He'll open it up. And then to happen, you're going to blow up, all right? Come on, stand up on your feet, lift your hands to heaven. You did great tonight. Did you have fun? How many are going to go look for that? How many are going to go look for that miracle money? I just to think it's great. I'm looking for miracle money. Praise be to God. Mystery manna. How many like that mystery manna? You like that? Mystery man? Where that mystery manna at? Go up to the drive-thru tonight. Tell them you want mystery manna. You got some of that? Pull it up. Be like, where that mystery manna? Pastors told me there's mystery manna. I'm serious. That's cool, ain't it? He said, man, he said they had those things there, and they were like, what? Remember, remember who I am. Yeah. He could he could feed an army in the middle of the desert, yes. thousands you. of people. He can't feed you. Wow. See, it's limitation. Yeah. Revelation removes limitation. Yeah. Amen. That's what it does. It removes limitation. You you're done now. You'll be like a week from now. Like mastery man is coming. Yeah. That's what happens. Boom, it clicks. All right. Yeah. Lift your hands up and say this out loud. Say, Jesus, yes. thank you. It's all because of you. It's your covenant and I'm just part of it, I believe it and I receive it, I'm going to walk in it, and I'm going to glorify you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen and amen. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow night at 7, amen. If you need a book, go see Miss Roseanne. She got you a book. Glory to God.